Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Sherwinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Sherwinder. What's up, guys? Ryan here, Torsion Talk Podcast. And as you know, I'm always trying to bring you the best information, things that you wouldn't normally have at your fingertips uh, to make it easy while you're going through your day. Uh, I sent... Well, I bought a ticket to Bid Summit. Robert flew out there and took advantage of it. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, many of you guys who have come to one of my events has met uh, Robert or Robbie or Pancake. Uh, but it's Robert Pancake. I call him Pancake, so everybody I think calls him Pancake. Um, extremely talented with video, and I know his uh, his son is as well. And so uh, Bid Summit was introduced to me uh, by the guy who runs it. I, uh, I didn't even know who he was until I met him in Costa Rica earlier this year. So I started following him and I got his book. Um, and he, he is kind of the guy behind the scenes that helps all these YouTubers you know, beat the algorithm and, and go viral. And so I thought it would be cool to have Pancake on to talk a little bit about what he learned out there and how it's applicable to the garage door industry. I'm actually recording from my house and so is Pancake. So uh, we no longer have a podcast studio until we move into my new house. And uh, we are kind of in limbo on that. So uh, be patient with us. But I do have a cool background. You got the Torch Talk logo. Uh, Pancake's having his house painted and his dog's freaking out because there's a bunch of strangers in his house. So just be patient with us. Uh, we we will get you the content you're looking for. So uh, as Pancake gets up and runs off, uh, Pancake, can you hear me? I can hear you. Sorry if you're hearing my dog. Uh, she is going nuts today, and she was fine until five minutes ago. Yeah, of course. Uh, and- that was because uh, I was like debating, like, should I just go to the library and record this at the library or outdoors or anywhere away from all the uh, stuff that's going on in my house? But uh, I've but only no, heard she, uh, it bark once, so I think you're good. Okay, so I was hoping maybe the earpods would uh, keep the noise, background noise, out of the memo. So I kicked her out of the uh, the video game room, video game slash uh, guitar slash drums room. Okay. So, so, so yeah. Overall, how was Vid Summit? Dude, it was awesome, man. Um, so it was in Dallas. Um, it was a uh, a bit of a I had not heard of the of the uh, conference as well. Um, it wasn't something that I was super familiar with. Um, but uh, after I looked it up uh, to see what all was going to happen, um, I saw Mr. Beast, and then I was informed by my children that uh, Mr. Beast is kind of a big big deal. Um, he was going to be there. Um, so that was cool. Um, I would say that the um, uh, it was a lot of um, 
things that were very specific to YouTubers and people who are doing video online. But I think a lot of the stuff that they talked about could be, you know, universal through pretty much anybody's um, business. Um, So, so yeah, it wasn't like... Let me interrupt you real quick. I I do some YouTube videos every once in a while. Some of those are like um, uh, open box type videos that I do, you know, um, comparison videos. I think they're great. I think they're educational. They grab people's attention. Some of the best best blogs I have, uh, like Amar versus Clopay, you know, you can do videos on stuff like that and uh, geotag them so that if people are local looking for them, they can find those videos in Google search. For those of you who don't know, Google or ABC owns YouTube. So Google's the number one largest search engine. Guess who's number two? It's YouTube. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. And what's interesting is I always walk, uh, when I do these trainings like I did last week, we had 17 people out for the the residential service professional training, sales training. And we always walk through the customer journey. And it was interesting because we always have like, you know, probably... 10% 10% or less of the room, five to 10% of the people will actually say they start their journey for things like home services on YouTube, which is very different than like going to Google or going on social media and posting like, Hey, you guys know anything? They want to like de- see if it's a DIY thing or see if they can diagnose it themselves to get more information so they can call and be better equipped. Oh, that was very interesting. So mm-hmm. I want to ask you what was uh, what's like what was your big takeaway? What's something that you were like the one thing yeah. was like a big deal? Uh, there was a bunch. It was kind of like that um, that scene in uh, what was it UHF where he's got the fire hose and he's trying to drink from the fire hose. Yeah, uh, it was a ton of stuff. Uh, some some amazing speakers, um, and literally they had stuff going on uh, from eight or nine o'clock in the morning till about five or six, um, even through lunch, you know, that sort of thing. They'd be like, go, go grab some food and then go pick which, you know, of the three things you want to see um, and bring your food in, sit down and listen, that sort of thing. Um, so there was a ton of stuff to, to like take in. Um, I made some notes uh, from some, some stuff that they were uh, kind of putting out there. Um, and one of the, like one of the first takeaways I had um, was just that consistency is, uh, is key. Um, and that can be for, for their side of things. It was, you know, basically like consistently, uh, uploading content or putting stuff out there, that sort of thing. Um, but for us, you know, it might look more like consistent messaging, um, consistent effort in how you, uh, work with customers and how you, uh, treat them and that sort of thing. Um, and then having consistent marketing that you're, you know, um, always kind of striving for, uh, to see what's working, what's not working. Um, but just con- consistently doing it, not just like, you know, doing it for, um, you know, five minutes and then being like, Oh, this is not going to work. And then switching over to something else. Oh, this isn't going to work five minutes, you know, switching over to something else, basically, you know, using, uh, tr- research to try to figure out, you know, what has the best success or best chance of being a success and then diving in head first and really kind of going all the way before you uh, decide, oh, this isn't working. Nice. So 
you're like you you've been around me you know garage doors you know what i deal with uh take out the marketing stuff let's say i'm just running a garage door company what are some things that you learned that you would suggest to business owners on like things that they could do to get more exposure on youtube yeah so uh i was trying to kind of think of that when i was going through all the uh, the different uh talks and everything like how this kind of apply to some of the stuff that we're looking at and you you kind of already mentioned like unboxing videos um they really did talk up like uh doing uh versus type videos where you're kind of stacking up two different um uh options and giving people um you know a good indicator as to which might be the best choice um, because there's a lot of people out there especially on youtube who are you know they're looking for uh they're looking for that information they're looking for that expertise um that they are trying to make a decision on um so you know if you can be that expert um and give them that information then you're going to be you know uh, a leg above like above is that you know uh but you know yeah you're going to be you know above the above the rest of uh of the of the groups um so i would say you know those types of videos um, but it doesn't have to be anything that is super um uh it doesn't have to be anything that's super uh, uh 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 complicated or anything you know it can literally just be um you know he uh here here I am and there's an issue with this particular uh, motor or this particular setup. Um, and, you know, we just found out that, you know, this works the best. And so this is what we're going to suggest that sort of thing where it's just you like diagnosing a huge production. Yeah. So yeah. you're saying that like, you know, I've always pictured doing YouTube, you got to have all this like post-production stuff. You got to have a really cool thumbnail. And all those things are probably nice to have, but you can do it without all that and it's still fine, right? You can, um, although they were, there was a lot of talks about how important the thumbnails were um, yeah. because they said that I think they passed the threshold of 50% um, of people being on their phones or on their computers. More than half, I think, are on their TVs now. So people are actually oh, wow. literally watching YouTube stuff just like they're watching My TV. My son does, yeah all day yeah. same same um so what and, about uh, yeah. uh what about shorts did they talk a lot about youtube shorts versus long form content so it was funny they uh they talked a lot about uh it almost seemed like there was people that did um one or the other um and then you had people who were doing long form stuff who would then cut down their stuff to show mm -hmm. on shorts and so a lot of the a lot of the longer form people were looking for quick ways to be able to slice and dice that content um which is where some ai stuff is coming in because uh uh it takes forever i mean even if just you know looking at the podcast that torsion talk is like you know to go through and try to you know weed out the the the, just the chunks that you know really speak to people um takes a lot of time um because yeah. you've got to go through and figure it out and then see what would be you know best for people um, but, uh, they're starting to get a few AI tools that I heard about, um, at the conference that basically you upload your content to, um, uh, to, to the cloud and it goes through and it tries to figure out which sections, you know, might be the most, uh, appealing to people. And then it does a lot of stuff where, you know, it can highlight words or it can highlight sections, um, that you can then take into shorts, um, and that sort of thing. Um, shorts, cool. yeah, shorts are, you know, it's, it, there's, there's a a balance I think that needs to be made between shorts and kind of longer form content. Um, 
the shorts are really good just for kind of um, getting your um, uh, initial first contact with a, a viewer, um, but they're not great for uh, retention or for um, uh, getting people to watch longer, more drawn out stuff. You know, it's more yeah. just very, very quick. Um, so so they, you know, that they, was created, I think, as a competitor to Instagram, like short TikTok. videos and TikTok, right? So yep. uh, that was kind of their answer to combat that. And, you know, the cool thing about YouTube is, people are doing Google searches and YouTube videos are coming up in search results. So yes. if you optimize them, you could potentially funnel people into your website or your business by doing these. Um, yep. And that's like, yep. that's the challenge, right? It's kind of like radio where like, if you have this, if you advertise a radio, I mean, you're having all these people from a, a large targeted area listening to the radio, but if you don't mm -hmm. service that whole area, it's kind of a waste of an effort for the most part. Like you're paying full price for, for advertising, but you're not getting the full risk, you know, opportunity with yeah. YouTube, you know, you can get a bunch of views and things like that, but they don't really, um, you know, they don't really turn into dollars and cents for you in the way that you would think like people picking up the phone and calling. But there's mm -hmm. other ways to make money with YouTube. You get enough activity, YouTube will actually pay you themselves, right? Very true. So uh, so there is, uh, you have to reach a certain threshold of subscribers and, and activity and that sort of thing, number of videos or whatever. Uh, but yeah, you can um, you can make money. And some of these some of these kids, man, are making, they're making bank, man. Like it's crazy. Some of the numbers that they were, they were thrown out there. Um, but, is it a thousand yeah. subscribers you got to reach? Is that the yeah, threshold? Yeah, that's the that's the initial threshold for uh, okay. for that. But you can even before you get to a thousand, um, if um, you know if you want to be uh, sponsored inside of a video uh, by another entity, you know you can go out there and and find you know other advertisers that would you know go ahead and do your you know like to sponsor before you get to a thousand. So it's not necessary that you have to get to that point. You just have to get to that point if you want. Uh, Google or YouTube to pay you. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Torsion Talk. I got my buddy out in California. He does a lot of like DIY and like some really good product review stuff. And mm -hmm. I know that, you know, uh, he's worked with some of the manufacturers and, and and I don't know if he got paid for it or not, but that's certainly something that you could do is you could like, we've got two sponsors now. We've had three or four at one time and uh, yeah. paying and everyone's always raved about how much exposure they get. And it causes the phone to ring. People call and say, Hey, I heard you on Torch Talk, things like that. I think that's huge. Right. Yep. And so, yeah. if you, especially if you're niched down, if it's kind of a broad podcast where you're just talking about general things, I don't think it's easy to get a sponsorship early. But in the sense of like starting a YouTube channel, there's ways to get, like, I think even YouTube allows you to run ads on your, on your uh your videos mm -hmm. and you can run ads with your videos targeting people who are watching other videos on specific things so 100%. if you want to try to get like more exposure i think that's a great great way to do it so what yeah. what's some more takeaways that you got that you think will be helpful for garage door businesses well, just piggybacking off what you just said, um, you can totally create videos uh, that uh, target a certain uh, need. 
and then you can you know advertise for people in a very specific geographic area uh, on YouTube if they happen to be searching for the that specific need. Maybe they're looking how to do something, and then they happen to see oh, you know, here's a local garage door company that, you know, fixes exactly what I'm looking at. I don't yep. feel like doing this myself. It looks too dangerous. So, you know, let me do that. Um, so there are ways of doing that. Um, and not to backtrack too much, but we were talking about thumbnails. Um, they were saying that uh, they're about to implement a um, uh, a thumbnail uh, A-B testing system. Um, oh, nice. Because, yeah. Um, and there was people, I met a person there that that's all his full-time job was making YouTube thumbnails. Yeah. That's a real That's thing. A and they get paid pretty well. Yeah, yeah. And there was actually a whole talk that was just, uh, you know, showing here's kind of the best ones that we think. And, and you know, just because because people are watching so much stuff on their TVs and uh, through other content, um, it's become very important. Um, but a couple more takeaways that I got. Um, there were, um, uh, we've all heard of like the 80-20 rule. Um, and, uh, and, and one of the talks I thought was very interesting was that they basically – um, applied the 80-20 rule, not just to, um, I mean, you can apply it to a bunch of different things. Uh, generally, I think we think about it towards like, you know, 20% of the people do 80% of the work or whatever it is, you know, like that kind of thing. Right. Um, but what they were looking at, it was like, um, you know, if you are uh, uh, working on your systems, working on how to delegate, you know, figure out how you can identify those key workflows um, and try to um, apply that 80-20 rule to those uh, delegating those key workflows. So get the key workflows down, um, delegate the 80 so that you can concentrate on the 20, um, which I thought was was interesting. And then also, um, if you've got a, um, a big decision to make, you're um, basically just saying that if you've got an 80% chance that you think it's a good choice, then that's kind of a good cutoff point to say, let's go for it. Versus if you're not at that 80%, it might be something that you want to reconsider um, and look for another opportunity. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting too. That is interesting. Yeah. What is the prototypical like length of video that they, is there like a uh, time frame that they're trying to say most videos do well with? Um, it really, it really kind of goes all over the place. Um, I met a guy from Australia who, uh, he did, uh, videos where he sneaks into secure places. So nice. he, uh, he is no longer, uh, welcome on board certain cruise lines. <laughs> uh, he has a lifetime ban. Um, apparently he, uh, he sneaks into all sorts of, uh, uh, type places and videotapes himself doing so and then uh and then you know edits that and then puts puts it online and he uh he's making enough money to where he uh has a guy that he hires as an editor he flies between LA and uh Sydney you know multiple times a year you know he's doing all right um but there was uh there's yeah there's there's a there's a big um I would say that the there's a big there, there's people who are doing shorter stuff, and then there's people who are doing like like middle kind of length stuff, and then people who are doing like long long stuff, like a Joe Rogan type thing, um, where they're doing long form interviews, long form you know stuff. But I would say that most people um, are kind of start off doing shorter stuff, and then they try to get to that maybe you know 10, 15 minute mark. Um, because spe specifically for YouTube, like they, um, uh, that's kind of their, um, uh, I think that's what they pay the most. Um, 
you know, for people to do that kind of stuff. And that's kind of what they call long form content for them because um, anything over like anything you can grab anybody's attention for more than 30 seconds is a kind of a win in their book. Yeah. I've done yeah. videos. I was just pulling up uh, the Aaron overhead door. You know, we've got 141 subscribers, 141, 40 videos. My top videos, like a little 31 second commercial that we ran an ad on, on YouTube. 36,000 views. We've mm-hmm. got uh, a couple other little videos, 9,800. Uh, Liftmaster 87504 Elite Series Garage Door Opener Unboxing, 9,700 views. That's 10 minutes. Try to keep that under 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. We have like a little Milton Garage Door Showroom video. That's a minute. It's got 7,900 videos. I mean, just a video of me like seven years ago when I first started my company driving down the road talking about I just left a customer's house, ran into her door and just needed one section replaced, which she thought she needed a whole new door. I just spent mm-hmm. two minutes kind of talking about the differences between, you know, hey, you don't have to replace an entire door. 5,300 yep. views from seven years ago. Yeah. How much are garage yeah. doors cost in the Atlanta area? 2,600 uh, views. I mean, you got... I went to IDA Expo, took video of Summer Swing Out Garage Door Opener Modification, 49 seconds. It's 2,000 views. I mean, you just yeah. got all these, like, you know, um, it doesn't take. I did one of my wife on Instagram, I think. Like, uh, I think I remember uh, that one. You remember that one? Did I show it to you? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, she'll Is suck the, the music meat right off your bones. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Anyway, I thought it was hilarious, so I posted yeah. it, and it's got like almost four hundred thousand views. Was and that a short? Yeah, it was a short. Yeah, yeah, a reel. I did a reel. A reel. Um, yeah, I think it was a reel. Yeah, and you like it's so much fun watching it because it's like all of a sudden it's like uh, two thousand, eight thousand, twelve thousand, yeah. fifteen thousand, sixty thousand, hundred thousand. And you're like, yep. holy cow, babe, all these people are watching you. And yeah. uh, I thought it was just neat. So when you have something go viral like that, it's extremely exciting. My kids are constantly like, I want to be a YouTuber. You know what I'm saying? And and it's yeah. actually realistic. You know, I mean, if you do it right and you structure it and you, you have good topics and content. Somer USA and Somer Group want to thank you for an incredible year and the trust you put in them and their products. As you know, Somer places high value on relationships, education, customer service, innovation, and professionalism. And they are grateful to you for your part in the fostering and dissemination of these values. If there is any way Somer can support you in your journey, whether through their products, the values they hold to, or the knowledge Somer has gained through interaction with door dealers across the world, please reach out to the team at your convenience. They are here to serve you. Again, thank you from the entire Somer team. Check them out at SomerUSA.com. Tell them Ryan sent you. What's more important, uh, the visual aspect or the audio aspect? Because there's all this debate about that too. So what do you mean by audio? Like the quality of the, uh, the recording quality, audio? Yeah. If you're taking, yeah. you know, the best quality video versus best quality audio, worst quality video versus worst quality, quality audio, what's, what seems to be the pecking order? Yeah, I think, uh, I, well, from, from what I could understand, like it's, you know, the content is king. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got good t- content and you use what you've got, or, you know, you have people who can help you use what you've got, um, then that's, you know, honestly the best thing that you can do. Um, like really trying to put out good content. Um, but really just like, you know, trying to maximize the quality that you have. Uh, Mr. Beast was there, like I said, and like, that was one of the things that he was talking about was that like, you know, when he started, you know, he was just using some crappy little, you know, video camera that, that he had, uh, maybe even an old phone or something like that. And, and, um, you know, now he's got, you know, nice cameras and all this stuff, but it's still, you know, about the content that he creates. Um, some of his, you know, most, uh, popular videos, you know, weren't the ones that had the best, uh, the, you know, the, the best, best, um, quality, but the content was there, but he also always, he still tr- strives to have it be as good as it can be where he's at, you know, at that moment. So, um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then, um, the, um, uh, I don't even know where I was going to go with that. Um, what about optimizing the video? As far as like um, title and description and all that. Yeah, hundred percent. Cause if, if people don't, uh, you know, if you don't title your, your video, right. If you don't add in some descriptive language in the description, um, it's going to be that much harder for people to find, you know, that content. Um, so one of the things that they were talking about was, you know, having a, um, uh, a list of helpful links, um, that you could put yeah. in your description. And I would even say like, put it in your description, but also when you post a video, go ahead and copy that and put it into the first comment and then pin that comment to the top of the page. Um, and then that way, if somebody, cause I think on, I know on the phone, you have to click, you know, the title and then it gives you a description, right. um, you know, that sort of thing. And people kind of constantly are looking at the comments, I think faster than they are looking at the uh, description and the title of a, of a video. Um, so having that information there um, is super helpful. Um, so you can, so not only can you put just, you know, descriptive stuff like your, um, you know, what the video is about, but you can also put what the, um, you know, who you are, uh, the products that you like to use, um, like a bio the, and stuff. Yeah. Basically like a bio where you're located, how to get in touch, um, description of your company. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something that you always have to type out yourself by hand. You can just, you know, make a template, copy and paste it into every video that you've got. Um, so that way if people are interested in reaching out, then they can. Um, and that's also another way to make money too, is if you have, um, if you are say describing a particular item, if it happens to be something that is not, you know, something that has to be installed by a professional, um, then you can, you know, link that out to, you know, an Amazon or, uh, any kind of, um, site that has an affiliate program. Um, and you can get, you know, a 5% or 10% cut of whatever the sale is. Um, and then I would also say that, you know, if you're doing that, um, you know, they may click it generally for Amazon. I think if you click an affiliate link, it lasts, that cookie lasts for 24 hours. Um, so if you, um, uh, if somebody clicks it, let's say on black Friday and they happen to, uh, buy, you know, $2,000 worth of stuff, then you're going to get a credit for all those, uh, sales, even though they're not what you particularly drove them towards. So using YouTube as an affiliate marketing platform, which is huge, especially yeah, from like product reviews. I think that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, And then uh, another takeaway that I had uh, from a lady 
was, uh, she had said, you know, be scrappy, be nimble and be fast. And, um, she was, um, uh, a lady who, uh, started off doing hair care stuff on YouTube and has now expanded to where she has her, um, hair and, um, um, makeup line in like target and stuff like Hmm. crazy, um, making lots of money. Like she's doing great. And, um, what she started off doing was, um, not this past time when Taylor Swift came through, but I guess like the time before that, which was like six years ago, whatever. Um, when they found out that Taylor Swift was going to be in their town, they went out and made a bunch of, uh, bracelets, uh, that, um, were, um, promoting her brand and then went out to where everybody was tailgating for the concert and then just started handing them out. And then, you know, ask people to, um, tag her if, uh, if they like the bracelets and she got, you know, a huge amount of play, you know, doing that sort of thing. Nice. Um, and then she also, uh, when the, uh, last hunger games movie came out, um, they saw preview and since she was doing hair stuff, uh, she saw, you know, a cool hairstyle that they were, that they were showing in the movie and they literally went frame by frame trying to figure out, okay, let's, all right, let's do that. And then they, as the movie came out, they already had a video ready to go that showed you how to do the hair that people were oh, going nice. crazy about in the movie. But, but, you know, they did it proactively. They didn't wait until the movie came out and then right. like, Oh, that's cool. You know, whatever they were literally were like, the okay, market's this, important know. with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What movie is going to be big this year, you know? And so they, they did a bunch of stuff with like the Barbie movie, whatever they were like, that's obviously going to be, you know, a big deal for, for our demographic or whatever. Um, but, uh, but I thought, man, that's really smart. Like just kind of have your ear, to the ground to kind of see what's coming um and then you know it doesn't have to be something where you go out and spend a bunch of money it's just a matter of kind of listening out for um you know for what's going on and then kind of making a play there yeah that's Mm -hmm. really hard for business owners because we're stretched so thin to to do that right but i think it's it's a great idea if you yeah. can be forward thinking like that, I mean, you could take advantage of like sporting events. You got the playoffs. I mean, you could do all types of videos to play off of certain things, take advantage of like hunger games, like she did or any major events that draw big crowds. I yep. think that's awesome. That's great. Absolutely. Um, and then another one was uh, that storytelling is not a trend. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people who are scared of uh, AI and all these different things. And it's like, um, yeah, AI is coming and it's going to change a lot of things. Um, in general, you know, it's probably just going to make us faster to be able to be able to produce, but not necessarily if the idea is not there. It doesn't matter. The computer, you know, like you've got to, you still got to like kind of uh, be the catalyst for that idea um, right. and get it out there. So, you know, storytelling, uh, telling your story, telling the story of your company, telling the story of, your um your customers if they'll allow it you know obviously you got to ask permission and that sort of thing um but telling stories about um you know how um you know how you're helping how you're serving your customers is never going to go uh it's never going to go out of style it's never it's always going to be something that people are going to kind of connect with yeah that's awesome and and uh i think youtube is one of the you know we're all as door guys and gals sorry i know you guys are the ladies are listening to we're always trying to find ways to market where everyone else is not right and mm-hmm. youtube 
because it takes effort and forethought and planning and all that, those are usually the areas where your competition's not. And it's a great opportunity for you to dominate that space in your local area. So I thought that was a good opportunity for us to do a podcast on it, share a little bit of information. And on that, you know, on that note, like, how would you get started? What would you do? What equipment would you buy? Can you help us out with that pancake and just like kind of give us a rundown? Like, if I'm just trying to get started, what do I, what's my first step? And then what kind of equipment do I buy? Um, I think to start off with, if you were just starting from scratch and ready to go, uh, you already have the equipment you need, which is basically a phone, um, you know, a phone that you can, um, that you can do a quick video that you can, you know, kind of, um, uh, just turn it around and videotape it. If you don't feel comfortable being in front of the camera, which I'm not a person who's super comfortable being, being in front of the camera, I'd rather be editing and, and doing, you know, the production, post-production, that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, then you can turn it around and, and show the, show your work. Uh, there's a lot of people who, uh, who, who will show their work. There's a lot of people who will grab a camera, uh, throw it on a tripod, um, and then do a time-lapse video of them doing an install, doing mm, woodworking, yes. do whatever. I think that's fascinating sometimes, like watching people, even if it's like, actually, you know, it's a, a huge one is like people doing, um, uh, pressure washing. Yeah. Like they'll set up. Bro. My wife is fascinated. I tell pressure washers all the time. If you're not doing shorts on Instagram and reels and all that stuff, you're missing it because. Like my wife will sit there and watch somebody pressure wash the sidewalk or the driveway. There's yeah. something relaxing to women about that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's turning chaos into order. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like so uh, yeah. you, you and I both have the uh, the DJ DJI Osmo. I yeah. think that's a great tool. That's a good it's, one. Yeah. Um, you can you can actually point it, like pick something and highlight it, and it'll move and follow that thing right yeah so yep. if you're yeah, in the garage that, that. and you, you want it to follow and you don't have a cameraman because that's part of the challenge too right yeah is yeah. having somebody on site to record it yep yep um and that's the dji uh pocket right the, the osmo pocket well you got the pocket but you also have yep. the the osmo that you can put your phone yeah. in oh yeah yeah i gotcha yeah and it's yes. like yeah. a steady cam and also uh, you can you can take the app and highlight what you want to follow. So yep. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say from DJI. Yeah, uh, DJI is great. Uh, you know, just little GoPro cameras are fine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those are great little cameras, easy to use. Uh, both DJI and GoPro have apps that you can edit on your phone without even having to plug your camera into a computer. Um, so if you're kind of worried about, eh, I don't really want to, you know, grab the camera and videotape what I want and then plug it into a computer and then edit and then export it and then upload it. You know, there's so many different steps to that. Um, it's simplified. You can, um, you can get a, a GoPro or a DJI and uh, literally edit on the phone. You can just hook it up and uh, connect it and download the videos to your phone and then just boop, boop, and, you know, edit real quick. Um, add music and stuff like that if you want to. That's great. Um, you know, I would, yeah, I would say the next step above that would be, you know, having somebody who um, is, you know, dedicated to, uh, you know, increasing that quality and 
um, you know, creating videos uh, using, you know, maybe a nicer camera or, uh, you know, something like that. The iPhones are great for when there's a lot of light and everything's, the settings are pretty good. You know, the mm-hmm. set, setup's pretty good. Um, but if, um, if you're in a loud environment, if you're in a dark environment, uh, you know, having a microphone, um, having uh, a camera that can uh, do the low light a little bit better, um, we'll just say make the quality, you know, that much better. Um, so, and then it's, you know, Hollywood level, baby, you know, just, you can keep going. There's, there's no end to the, uh, right. to the, the, yeah, the stuff that you can buy at all. You get sucked in pretty uh, it just easy. keeps going. Yeah. I've got a little bit of stuff here and there. Cause it's like, Ooh, I need get the drone, drone shot. You know? So I need a drone yeah. and then I need a better microphone. And so yeah. you get the, you know, you get the, I got tons of lapel mics. You do too. Yep. I mean, I'm sitting here looking yep. at my desk. I think I got like three sets of them here around yep. me. Well, the DJI Pocket, uh, which I wish I had it over, it's, it's upstairs, but it's uh, it's just a little camera. And if you've been to any of the uh, um, events, door events that I'm at, I'm usually using it. And it's just this little uh, little gimbal. And it actually has a built-in wireless microphone on it um, that comes with it. So yeah. um, you can, you know, grab the mic, flip it on, throw it on your, you know, whatever. And then you could be it's kind uh, of like a little tripod too that you can put on yeah. the floor or a table. Yep. Yeah, yep. just follow you around um, too. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Um, yeah. So the guy that you were um talking about who was the co-founder. Uh, okay, yeah, that guy was awesome. Yeah, he, he was, was super awesome. cool. Yeah, he was uh he was super cool. Uh very, very interesting. Um apparently he goes way back with uh with Mr. Beast and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, was, was very interesting. Um, there's another lady who, uh, was the founder of, uh, Quest Nutrition, you know, the Quest granola bars. Yeah. Those Quest bars. Um, she came and spoke to you and, uh, and she was, she was super cool. Um, her, um, uh, her talk was all about, uh, relationships and, um, uh, you know, building relationships, but also like empathy in relationships um you know not Darryl's just like uh, a way down to earth guy who mm-hmm. is super smart he just rolled out a book you guys should check it out daryl reeves and i don't remember what the name of his book is but it's all about what we're talking about um so if you guys mm-hmm. are interested in doing this video book let me see if i can figure out the name of his book yeah yeah a lot of people mentioned good to great uh that's at always their talks one. always a good one classic one um lisa bill you who's the the founder of quest uh, she also mentioned um rocket fuel yep. um you know that one mm-hmm. um that was a good one um and I can't uh and, the name of it it's not pulling up but okay well yeah uh, so overall, you score the event what out of ten? Out of ten, I would say probably a high eight. Nice. It was packed. Yeah. It was packed. Tons of people. Uh, there are a bunch of kids like was, there. There's a lot of kids there. I felt like <laughs> I was kind of the oldest dude there. I was like, I got gray hair. You know, uh, all these millennials are gonna just like laugh at me. But what was funny was that like uh, the older people, you know, would kind of like bump into each other. And uh, we we all kind of knew what was going on, you know. We're like, hey, hey let's talk. <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. So it was good. Um, the only people you could talk to, or you would get arrested. 
Ah, well, because everybody was underage. Well, they were they were some young ones, but uh, there's actually like some kids there. You know, like family YouTuber people, yeah, yeah. you know that sort of thing. Uh, so there was like some little little kids there. Uh, but I only saw, um, I saw like one YouTuber that I was like, oh, I know, I know that guy. I've seen him. You know, I've seen his stuff. Um, but I, I know a lot of them. You know, were there. Preston was uh, there too, right? Yeah, Preston Plays was there. Yeah. Um, the guy that I saw that I've seen his talks is uh, Legal Eagle. You know, Legal Eagle. Mm-mm. He does. He's a lawyer, oh. and he does um, uh, movie reviews uh, and picks apart the lawyering bits. Uh, uh, to, like what's realistic know. and what's not. Yeah. Yeah. I got so you. yeah, he has a great video on uh, my cousin Vinny. I've seen it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's super funny. Um, what so about he was really cool. Perfect. Dude uh, didn't there? see dude yeah i did dallas. not see him they're in dallas yeah yeah they you were i didn't they see would be there huh. yeah yeah um, I love yeah, they, yeah uh they they weren't there um i've got a few that like my son watches that i was kind of keeping an eye out for um but didn't see them and then um uh but yeah but i met you know quite a few that were um you know, just interesting like the australian guy who was like oh yeah i sneak into places and then i met another lady who uh was kind of like um legally blonde kind of girl like she was like a lawyer but she was all like pink you know from head to toe yeah. uh and uh and you know she was doing some so, lawyer tv show let me ask you a question this drives me crazy everybody like sometimes i get frustrated because i feel like everyone's acting like they they put on a persona to like get the views <laughs> is it possible to get the views and to have a youtube channel where you're just yourself instead of like I mean, I watch these kids on YouTube that my son watches and they're all like yelling and screaming and acting a fool. Like they can't be like that 24-7. I felt like they're just putting on an act trying to get kids entertained, right? Do we have to put on an act the whole time or can you just be yourself if you're interesting enough? That's a really good question. Um, Because I think that, uh, I think it, you know, it stems from um, old school TV where you had the, you know, the announcers who were, hello, you know, kind of thing, like they were right. super uh, energetic in their own way, or you had the the TV host, you know, and so it's kind of, you know, a little bit filtered down that way where, you know, yeah, people are kind of over the top. Uh, but I think there's, I think there's room for everything. Um, because uh, there's certain people that will get rubbed the wrong way if you are super hyper and annoying. Um, mm. Some people think it's funny. Some people think it's, you know, not so funny. Um, but uh, there is probably just as many people who are looking to connect on a different level. I watch a guy that is in, I can't remember his YouTube handle, but he is a guy in Virginia area. And he does all this stuff about early American life. And it's just him and a couple of guys and they do like, uh, uh, they'll make, you know, a recipe from like an old cookbook where it's like, you know, a handful of this and a pinch of that or whatever, you know, it's like, or he'll make an old vat of, uh, uh, apple, um, lager or something, you know, just some just random stuff, but he's not, he's not over the top. He's not like a, he's not like a young kid who's jumping around, you know, trying to be, uh, something he's not he just is the way he is and he's passionate about it and yeah. i think if you have passion about something then it, come, it comes across no matter if you're right, you know somebody who's got a huge amount of energy or somebody who's a little bit more uh reserved it's not it's right. not you know last you question last yeah. question 
I know we're running out of time. So last question is, what is the frequency of which you should upload videos? Is there like a frequency? Should you try to post one every day, every week, every month? What is it? That's a good question. So I think a lot of the people that were at the conference were of the opinion that um, A, it depends on what kind of content you're doing, but one to, tw- one to two a week was a pretty good um, stepping stone, you know, to okay. kind of start off um, doing stuff. Uh, you can that's do shorts. Form. That's longer form, but it doesn't have to be like okay. super long, um, but longer than say 30 seconds, because that's yeah. more of the short, the short stuff. You know, I think I don't even know if there's a maximum length anymore. There used to be, I think, of like 30 seconds or a minute or something uh, for the shorts. But I the think shorts. that um, they may have they may have mixed that because I've seen some longer mm-hmm. ones lately. Um, so just the shorts like, aren't so short anymore. No, but YouTube's not as short anymore either because it used to be that until you got to a certain number of subscribers, right. you couldn't do anything more over 20 like minutes. More t- yeah, 10 or 20 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, that seems to be something that they always kind of kind of do. Um, but uh, but yeah, I would say, you know, if you can post one to two times a week and then fill in with um, other content, you know, a little short stuff, uh, then you're doing really well. Um, and if you just do that consistently it will grow, Uh, you know, but there's, there's so much stuff being produced, you know, you just have to kind of put in some of the effort to get there. Um, You know, otherwise, uh, you know, if you just do it for uh, a week or a month, it's not gonna, you know, you're not gonna get there. Um, It's just not. Um, Yeah. So I would say a couple times a week. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, bro, for uh, coming on and giving your feedback from vid summit. I want to encourage everyone listening to the podcast if video is not it i mean find alternative means to get creative and do marketing and try to generate leads and get exposure for your business this is a great opportunity because you can link from your website to this or post them on social media and it gives you validity you become almost like a product matter expert and customers will really appreciate that and grow to love you or hate you, depending on how good of a battle job you do. So anyway, long story short, I think that this was a great podcast because it gives you some tips on some of the things that some of the greatest YouTubers in the world are doing. And you can take those tips and apply them to yourself and make it happen. I know a lot of us are really weird about getting in front of the camera. You don't even have to get in front of it. You could literally film stuff and just do a voiceover or whatever. And uh, video editing has become so much easier nowadays. You can even edit videos in YouTube. So lots of easy things you can do. You can do your thumbnails in Canva, which is super easy to use. I mean, an hour on that, you kind of figure it out. So I explore it, try it, see what you think. Get some videos out there. They're getting views. People are searching for stuff for garage door related or home service related stuff. Make sure you get it out there, get your content out there and uh, get the exposure that you deserve and listen it's free it's literally free you could do videos driving down the road like i did you could do them in the garage whatever but uh i think it's it's a huge miss if we're not taking advantage of youtube any last words pancake uh i would say i had one note that i had from lisa bill and it was confidence is the byproduct of taking action not the other way around and i was like dude Mm. that is so on point because it is it's the the more you do something the more you're confident you are doing it and uh and you know if you're consistent with it then you're gonna break through i love it thanks pancake yeah. for coming on and thanks for having me. 
guys, it's a great opportunity for you to make a difference, be different than your competitors and get in front of more people. Take advantage of it. We appreciate you listening. Make sure you follow, subscribe, smash that like button. Just kidding. You can if you want to, but I'll let you later. <laughs>